Here we go. Hey there, folks. This is your host, Cameron Ivey of Privacy Please, and thank you so much for tuning in each and every week. If this is your first time, welcome to the show. Tell your friends about it if you like it. If you don't, let's just pretend you didn't listen to it. Thanks again for coming in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Privacy, Please. I am your host, Cameron Ivey, along with my other host, Gabe Gums. How we doing? Doing well. We're doing All good. Right. We're solid. Fantabulous. Are we uh, living the dream or living la vida loca, as uh, they say? The dream. Por qué? I know por qué. No, los, los dos. Why not, do- why not both? Why not the both? dos? The two? The two. What? Yeah, por qué no los dos? Why not both? <laughs> why choose one when you can have them all, eh? That's true. Yes. That's very true. Well, welcome. It's yeah. another lovely week. Uh, what are we in the second week of February? Second week of February. Yeah. If any, anyone who's listening to this, it's too late to have bought your significant other flowers. You didn't mess up. If you listen to this and you're wondering how much time do I have left, the answer is it's too late. <laughs> it's true. But what you could do, well, it's going to be too late to promote it, but we do have a day date tomorrow. We do. With um, Heidi Sass. Yeah. If you're uh, feeling, if you're feeling frisky and uh, want to join us on a, a live podcast edition of Privacy Please, but this might air after that. So I don't know why I'm promoting it. But uh, anywho. Time traveling. You're just out here time traveling. <laughs> so here's what you're going to do, listeners. You're going to go listen to the recorded episode of that live, which will drop <laughs> after you hear this episode. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Very true. That's the order of operations. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's also February. What else do we celebrate in February, Gabe? It's um, Black History. It, it is. It is. Yep. For a second there, I felt put on the spot. I was like, oh, wait, I know the answer. <laughs> it's oh, like, ooh, ooh, me. Choose me. I know this one. I know this one. Black History. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's the shortest month of the year as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep. It's, uh, it's, it's a solid 28 days. It's mm-hmm. larger than zero days, but it's less than, you know, 30. It's neither here nor there, really. Like, it's, it's a month. Yeah. It's a month. It's just another month. It's just another month. Um, yeah. Holidays are interesting, just ways to obviously make money, it seems. There are. I, mean, I feel like even these awareness holidays get weird, right? Like, because all the corporations try to cash in on them. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but here, I'll give, my, I'll give my standard Black History Month plug. Go read some James Baldwin this month if you've never read him. Go pick up some Baldwin and read it, or maybe listen to a podcast about him, or maybe watch the documentary that PBS made about James Baldwin. He is, uh, he is a writer, one of, the, one of the best writers of the 20th century, quite frankly. Um, What's, uh, call, where, can you, where can you stream that um, documentary? Do you I, know? I think you can go to just like pbs.org. pbs.org oh. and, and like grab your there. Probably Netflix. I don't – so I don't 100% know. So it was produced by PBS. So I'm certain that if you go to pbs.org, you know, it'll take it to yeah, your you local can... station whenever. Find it from there. But um, the uh, the podcast reveal uh, also has a great piece, not 
about him directly, but about someone who studied James Baldwin. So that's huh. that's a great pickup. So if you if you don't mess with the podcast reveal, I'd highly recommend it anyway. There's one where they cover James Baldwin. I don't know, it's two or three episodes ago worth a listen. Um, but that's that's my Black History Month uh, shout out. I love it. I'll yeah, have to check that out. Go check out some that. James Baldwin. If you've never messed with James Baldwin, one of the best American writers of uh, of the 20th century, go go do so. And I would imagine he's an African-American man. I, he, he is. He okay. is most certainly. He's not related to Alec Baldwin. No, or... no, no. He is, he is the most African-American of men, in fact. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's extremely African-American. I'm going to be honest. I don't think I've – I don't know if I know him. Maybe if I've – you probably will recognize his face once you see him. Maybe, maybe not. It's hard okay. to say. It's really hard to say. Um, but, uh, but yeah, get familiar. Get he, familiar. So he wrote a lot of books. You're saying he's, he wrote uh, a number of books. I think okay. the one awesome. he's one of the ones he's most famous for is one that's called Notes of a Native Son. Speaking of you know his his being African American, yeah. it is a book that speaks about his experience as a black man. In Ooh, America. that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has another one that that. Uh, is, and he was what in the? You said he was in the twenties. Uh, 20th century, 20th, 20th century. century. So he was, okay. Yeah. He was writing in the sixties and seventies. Okay. Okay. Um, oh man. That was a, mm, a lot of cocaine yeah. during that time. And, uh, yeah, a lot of all the things, a lot of all the things, a lot of all the things. Yeah. Yeah. James was an interesting man. He was, uh, he's a lot of things. He's, I mean, the number of books he's written, I don't know the number of their, it's probably north of 20 or so. Most of them okay. fiction, most of them fiction. Um, I've not, admittedly read a lot of his fiction i've read most of his non-fiction but uh, i've read some of his fiction also and it's and it's good stuff it's pretty good well stuff. um maybe we'll if you show share share some of those I'll, I'll add them into the show notes if anybody's interested yeah you know what we'll do that we'll make that a thing <sighs> why not um yeah. so anyways let's uh let's jump in um but- so I'll let you kick it off, Gabe. So what are we talking about today? So we, we weren't going to do overreactions, but we wanted to cover some new legislation hit, hitting the uh, mm-hmm. hitting the, the California coast, the California coast in particular. And so we've talked about this in the past. We suspected our soothsayer friend in particular, he, he, he suspected that we were going to see more AI regulation. Right. Uh, we're going to see regulation around AI at all. And one of the general challenges is we, we still fail to see any, any meaningful hell, even privacy regulation at the national level. Right. right. And so like California decided to do their own thing and release CCPA. So, in a similar vein, California said, well, we're not going to wait for the federal government to do anything about regulating AI. We're just going to go do it ourselves because that's that's how we roll. We're California. And right. so a new bill was introduced, SB 1047. That's that's uh, SB 1047. And it is it – is, the bill is to regulate AI. Um now, when sorry to cut you off, when yeah, when, just for listeners, if and I'm I'm a little curious too. So when 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 a when someone introduces a new regulation, does that mean it has to go up for vote, and it's still not an actual? Um, it's like not it's law. Not a, it's, it's not, not law a law yet. yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It is, okay. Yeah, yeah. It is. It has just been proposed. It's been proposed. It's just a bill. Right? It is just a bill on Capitol okay. Hill, and it is making its way up to Congress for. Well, in this case, it's making its way up um, through through California's um, governing yeah. process, which is uh, good to see because um, you know 
AI is rapidly growing in all, like a lot of companies are trying to use it. So, and everyone's um, worried about the abuses of it and all those. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's worried about all those things in particular. One of the things that a lot of people worry about with regulation in general, especially as it pertains to technology is it is regulations, um, constraints on innovation, right? Like you, you over-regulate things and then you make it hard for folks to innovate in that area. Yeah. What, this bill is purporting to do is to balance safety with innovation. And the gentleman who's introduced the bill, Wiener, you know, he he makes a very bold statement here, um, and I'll just repeat it verbatim so I don't mess it up. He says, if Congress at some point is able to pass a strong pro-innovation, pro-safety AI law, I'll be the first to chair that, but I'm not holding my breath. Hmm. What do you think about that quote? I mean, I'm inclined to agree with him, but just generally speaking, I happen to believe that, you know, Congress is is dysfunctional. Um, I don't think that's even a, I don't even think yeah. that's a controversial statement, right? Like, again, this is the point in the show where I tell our listeners, don't bother adding me, because um, <laughs> it's just not. I mean, to be honest with you. At, uh, at your local congressman, if, if you got a problem. I think if you're smart nowadays, you want to be right in the middle, because both sides are crazy. Both all sides those, have their crazy. All sides are crazy. So all those sides are crazy. But but collectively, <clears throat> which is what we're talking about, Congress, which is a collection of all those sides. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I wouldn't hold my breath either for them to pass a a strong pro innovation, um, pro safety. Right? Like, I I could see them passing things that were not super useful to us as consumers as it exists. Not passing anything at all mm. is already dangerous. Right. It's already dangerous, right? Like it's 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 almost as though you're you know there are cars on the road and there are no rules. Everyone's just kind of isn't that kind of how it is in India? <laughs> it's literally how it is in India. I mean, I mean, I've they, seen videos. That's all I know. I've been. There might be rules. I, don't I think, think there are rules. They're just not the rules you expect. In fact, I would I would say they are a hundred percent rules. They're just not what you expect. Them okay. To be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah. say that only because things do flow. I, That's true. I, it's just flow. really fast. It's it's and chaotic and chaotic. Yeah, and it's loud. There's it's a constant hum. To watch. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, but but even even the unseen rules of society exist, right? Right. So this this bill, what else does it do? It does a couple of other things. Uh, let's see. It establishes something known as Cal Compute a public AI compute cluster that will be a resource available for researchers, startups, and community groups to fuel innovation. Mm-hmm. So this this is an interesting part of the regulation. It is not just designed to regulate, but it is designed to establish <clears throat> establish a resource for others to be able to use. You could argue this is attempting to democratize AI so that, AI, so that it, innovation isn't just stifled, but it isn't just the domain of those with lots of money, right? Um, which would be very useful, very useful. So a yeah. government funded in this case, uh, resource for research and startups and community groups to fuel their innovation. I think that's a hell of a great idea. That's yeah. the kind of thing that should happen both at the state level. I'm sorry, at the government, at the federal level and at every single state level. That's the kind of thing where if the, the federal government partnered with the state governments and we, and we all had these accessible to us as states and counties to fill mm-hmm. those needs, that'd be, that'd be incredible. That'd yeah. be incredible. Looks yeah. like it helps prevent price discrimination. What yeah. does that mean? I mean, that's like, 
I, I assume that's that's related to the establishment of Cal Compute, right? Like it would be difficult to, for example, a group of researchers um, shopping in the open marketplace is going to be beholden to, you know, whoever the, 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 the private companies are that sell that resource, right? Like, right. And if they all decide that this thing is worth, you know, $1,000 an hour, then that's the price. That's that's the price. There's it's neither here nor there. Um, but this this appears to be to want to to put some measures in place to not discriminate against any specific group of people um and and deal with both anti competitive behavior like I just described as well as normalizing and or democratizing the price of 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 a i resources it's a bold it's a bold piece of legislation like I, putting this putting this into practice is going to be interesting but it is it does appear very sensible. Yeah. I, I, some... I personally have no strong criticisms of it. Well, like you said, it's better than doing nothing, though. I think it is At better than trying. And, and some regulation is not always better than no regulation, to be clear. But I think this is one of those areas where, like, you, you got to start somewhere. Like you, yeah. We, we have to start somewhere. Maybe you just start small, and then you build from there. But we got to start somewhere. Protect whistleblowers at large AI companies. Yeah. Okay. And then, so obviously there's 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 that. But what about the the you know critics arguing about the bill's impact and like let's talk about the innovation part of it. Like, doesn't seem like it's going to affect that part of it. No. It sounds or like is the, it hard to tell it right sounds now? Sounds like the biggest criticism is folks are worried about regulatory overreach. Um, you know, the bill's definition of covered models is scrutinized with an emphasis on distinguishing between state-of-the-art models and derivative models. So what they mean by that is, I think what they mean by that is, how do you tell the difference between, say, an AI model that you created, right? Like just something you created was purely innovative, no one else had, and some derivative of that. How do you, how do you cover these, these regulatory points with derivative works, et cetera? I don't have an answer to that. Like it, it, I, I mean, I don't see, I don't see the general concern of potential regulatory overreach. I think you could say that about most regulations that they all right. have, by definition, they all have the ability to overreach. <clears throat> but I think underreach is equally a problem in this yeah. case in particular. I think, I think the risk of overreach just isn't as real for me based on what I've read through so far here and what I can't read through, which is any federal guidelines at all on, on the topic. Anything in this article, Gabe, that you noticed wasn't mentioned that you thought of about this entire bill that could be a potential negative or positive impact? I think I don't see where it attempted to intersect with consumer privacy. Um, maybe it should, maybe it'll come out in in other revisions, but California's already led the way on on digital privacy with CCPA, and it yeah. would only make sense that any regulating of AI would would have some effect on that. But maybe the real answer here is, and I am not a lawyer, so I'm probably interpreting this, you know, through my just 
layman security dude's eyes um, and, and privacy expert eyes versus a, law- a lawyer's eyes. But maybe CCPA already has enough coverage such that this does not require it. And mm-hmm. right, like you don't really want laws overlapping. Like they should be distinct and unique and they should be governing of specific things and not a bunch of overlapping things. Um, yeah. But I would have expected something here that spoke a bit more to that. Uh, yeah, that's fair. But again, you know, maybe, maybe the, the the real examination here should be what, not just what the impact of this law in in a vacuum, but what is the impact of this law when held alongside CCPA? Mm. When held alongside CCPA, how does th- how does this attempt at regulating AI also? play in with, for example, because here's the thing about AI, it needs data. It needs data. It must be trained on data. CCPA is all about protecting data. It's all about protecting data, personal data. Um, Where's where does the rubber meet the road on these two? We should we should kick that right. question out there to the community. Where do they see this? Where do they see the real world intersection of this bill and CCPA? We should bring it up on question. tomorrow's conversation. That's what I was just about to say. I was thinking that too. There it is. I want to bring that up, and I also For want to bring up travelers out there. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to ask her about uh, her thoughts on the new CC. What is it? CPPA um, that put into effect of the CPRA that is now immediately, I think, active. All right. Um, Went no effect. Yeah. So that's a that's going to be a big deal, especially for you know obviously California. But um, yeah. so would you say this 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 conclusion um, about the this new SB ten forty seven and how it represents a step forward in regulating AI concerns about its efficacy and potential loopholes and impact on innovation persist among both supporters and critics? I think that's a true statement. I think that's a true statement. I think critics. Uh, like the ones I, I referenced that um, see some potential for overreach and myself as a supporter, I think we both, we both see it as a positive step forward regardless. So well, who would you, I mean, and I don't know if they've listed this, but who would be the representative supporter and, a, and who would be a critic of this? Well, <clears throat> the I mean, obvious is supporter is like, Go ahead. I would say the obvious supporter is the uh, is, is the guy who brought the bill forward, <clears throat> but who might be yeah. some critics? Um, I, I don't want to call anyone out by name, but there's some folks online that that have that have uh, that are criticizing about it, and I don't want to not call their well, we names. We can just go allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, well, I mean, for, <laughs> for no reason, it's they're valid opinions. They are valid opinions, and, yeah. and I and I don't mean to to discount them at all. In fact, I I count them. I count them quite heavily. Um, I don't think that they represent any specific unique group of people, any homogeneous mm, group okay. of people. But uh, you know, some folks are just always naturally hesitant of more regulation, and and I would agree with them generally speaking. I would generally agree with them. Okay. Are we I'm, talking about like old whites? <laughs> are we? I don't. I, don't, I didn't think I, so. <laughs> are they generally worrying about more regulation? I, I don't think they are. Actually, maybe they are. I don't. I, know I'm just thinking about people that don't want to change or make oh, a change. Oh, well, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, I might be going into a whole. I was going to say, be I'm, opening up a whole chest. I was going to say, I'm, I'm, I'm getting to that point in my life where, like, I don't, I'm not really interested in a whole lot of change either. Though. I, I think it may just that's be true. old, though. I don't, I don't get yeah. out of my yard. <laughs> get stay off my digital grass. You that's kids. right. Seriously, 
Um, okay. Well, this is interesting. I love this, though. I love the fact that, you know, sometimes this stuff can take a long time, but it's nice to see that um, things are trying to move forward. Journey of a thousand miles. It begins with one step. Yeah. Hmm. It's fascinating. And well, it's, uh, there's, no, there's no end to change and surprise when it comes to this this realm, which is awesome for us. Yeah. For sure, for sure. But yeah, that's it for this week. Anything else? That'll do. That'll always do, Pig. A pl- always a pleasure. Thanks for joining us again, folks. We'll catch you next time. We'll catch you on the live episodes. Catch you on the flippy flop. Hey, you guys made it all the way to the end. Thanks for listening. Again, if this is your first time, we really appreciate the support and everyone that's always been around since the beginning. We love you guys. Keep supporting Privacy, please. And we'll always have new content each and every week. Cameron Ivy, over and out.